everyone, it's Frank and Jackie Ritz. And we are here for Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. And I'm actually pretty excited today. We get to talk about the top 10 oils, but most importantly, we get to talk about top 10 unique yes. uses of the oils and blends. Yeah, we're going to give you guys some crazy, unique, and amazing ways to use the top 10. 10 most popular essential oils. So without any further ado, let's get started. But first and foremost, we should probably talk about like, for any listeners that don't really know, like what exactly are oils and what exactly does Oteri even mean? Yeah. So I think today what we're going to do for you guys is we'll talk a little bit about um, what essential oils are, how to use them, uh, where to get them from or where, you know, they come from around the world. And then... Are, we're going to talk with you guys about some unique ways that we use essential oils around our farm and our home, and then also just give you guys some ideas for using the top 10 oils. So it shouldn't take too long. I think we'll probably be around here for about 20, 30 minutes, but you know how Frank is over here. He likes to. He likes to chit-chat. <laughs> hey, when you got a topic like essential oils to talk about, Seriously. you're going to talk. I could end up talking about it for hours, but we promise that if you're on your way to work or on your drive or just wanting to get some more oil education, we will keep it short and sweet. We will. So I want to kick it off by kind of sharing just what's happened in the last few years. Um, as you guys have probably felt and known, there's a huge shift towards living more natural and just getting back to the way that our great grandparents used to live. Back then, um, food was grown without pesticides, without chemicals, without GMOs. Most families grew their own food, raised their own animals. And they either barter and traded for what they didn't grow or raise themselves. So it's kind of the same with our healthcare system. We've made some really wonderful modern medicine advancements, which I am so grateful for. But we've also created a huge problem where we treat the symptoms and not the root cause. And I think it was on our last podcast that we actually talked about that. Is yeah, that correct? We did. Yeah, we uh we really want everybody to understand we're dynamic creatures and usually when we just want to snip a part of the plant or prune back a part of the plant, the fact of the matter is is that the weed will still grow. Mm -hmm. And so we really want to make sure that we get to the root cause um, because to be honest with you, we can actually probably help out with a couple of different system support if we actually end up doing that. So yeah, it's a really great concept to make sure that you're looking at the whole health or holistic health and uh, be able to actually establish wellness in that way. Mm -hmm. And so as you kind of become aware and alert to using more natural forms of healthcare, like essential oils, the hardest part is trying to kind of navigate it all, trying to figure out how to do this. Um, I remember when I first started this, uh, when I was pregnant with my daughter, that's when I became aware to some of the ingredients that was in my sunscreen. And I looked it up and I, I remember reading the side effects and what it could do to unborn babies. And of course, I was just flabbergasted by why this ingredient would be in my sunscreen. And that was the first time that I started really looking at the ingredients. Well, let's not, you know, we're not going to take into play when I was in the 80s and we didn't have iPhones and go into the bathroom and be able to play on our iPhones on the toilet, right? We were able to read all the shampoo bottles. But those didn't mean anything to me, those ingredients back then. So I was ready at this point. And that's when I started, you know, transforming our family's life. 
Now, the hardest part of it all was just trying to figure out how to do it all, how to grow my own herbs, how to make my own serums, how to do my own concoctions. I knew that, you know, tea tree oil was excellent for ear discomfort, but I had no idea how to grow my own tea tree, um, my own melaleuca. I had no idea how to harvest the leaves and distill my own oil. So instead, I bought tea tree essential oil, and I learned that essential oils are a way more convenient way to use them, especially if things don't grow good. You know, I can't grow frankincense resin (laughs) here on our farm. So it's great to have essential oils. They're fast and they're a convenient way to use um, that herb that you want to use to help your body. And so let's talk about what essential oils actually are. You know, we have uh, we have the whole based herbs and then we have the essential oils. And really, when we look at the essential oils, what we're looking at is we're looking at the portion of the plant that is created for defense or protection of the plant. Or it could be something that brings pollinators. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's something that attracts bees or even wasps or whatever other pollinator might be in the area in order to propagate the species. And so the way that we make essential oils is we use either one of two different distillation methods. One is steam distillation, which is the most common form of the way to extract the essential oil from the plant. Uh, involves like really just what it sounds like. It involves the use of really hot boiling water, if you will, in order to create some steam. It boils off the water and then the, then the essential oil, since it does not mix with water, is essentially removed from the water and then uh, distilled out. That's what yeah. it's called. And so that you have that and then you also have cold pressing. Well, cold pressing, if you ever had a juice, uh, like a cold pressed juice, you're actually receiving the essential oils inside the cold pressed juice because most of, say, the citrus oils that are available through doTERRA are cold pressed, meaning that they take the peel and then they squeeze it down in order to extract the essential oils out of it, which is where the most of the essential oils actually reside in a, in a citrus plant. You know, so really we have a way now of being able to use this method in order to concentrate these volatile compounds that are naturally occurring in order to be able to use those for our everyday use. And it is wonderful how complementary they can be to a whole wellness program. I mean, you can use them in your bathroom. You can use them in the home. You can use them um, topically. You can use them through a diffuser. You can even consider using them internally. And they are phenomenally wonderful components to add to anybody's health regimen. To give you an idea about how concentrated an essential oil is, we can look at some like peppermint essential oil. There has been a way of looking at how concentrated peppermint essential oil is. If you were to take one drop of peppermint essential oil, it equals about 28 cups of peppermint tea. And so I love the cost effectiveness of the essential oils as well because I know that I am getting something that is therapeutic grade because of its concentration and it's going to hopefully cost me many pennies on the dollar in order to be able to use something like that. And essential oils, their herbal counterpart, the plant, they have a job to do with their plants. You know, that's where we come up with the compounds and, you know, the constituents and what they're all made of. But they defend the plant from different environmental threats. 
They also help transport waste from the cells of the plant. And they can do the same thing for our bodies, which is very powerful. Um, because, you know, like Frank said, that they are so concentrated, they last you for decades if you store them appropriately. It was in our Frequently Asked Questions um, podcast that we did a few weeks ago, you can look that up, where we talked about how to store your bottles so that they last you decades, you know, keep them out of light. Don't put your finger on the top of it. You know, don't get water into it. Don't leave them near your bathtub. All that good stuff. Anyways. One other thing, make sure that you keep the top securely on it when you're not using it because essential oils are volatile compounds and they sort of flash off into the atmosphere if they're not being used. That's right. And, And they're very, very light in their molecular weight. So they quickly can absorb into your skin and work into your cells. Um, and each different essential oil has, this is what I love about oils, is each oil has hundreds of compounds in them, which means that it can be used in so many different ways. So like, you know, as we're talking about lavender, there isn't just one way you can use lavender, you know, because of its incredible, you know, compounds that are in it, you can use lavender in hundreds of different ways. And so because of this, you know, essential oils are extremely frugal to use because they'll last you forever and they're very, very concentrated. So with that being said, let's move on to how, how do we even use essential oils? Well, I spoke about it very briefly, but I'll go into a little bit more detail now, which is uh, three different main ways, which are aromatic, uh, topical or internal. And with the consideration for internal use, you want to make sure that you use a brand such as doTERRA, which is very, very high in their ability to make sure that you are using something that is safe and effective. Uh, doTERRA uses 11 different testing methods, um, going all the way from does it smell and look the way that the plant or the fruit that we're using to get the essential oil from, is that correct? It runs it through a machine that I'm not a chemist, so I don't necessarily know how to interpret it other than I know that there's a certain fingerprint that a particular uh, compound or essential oil should have, and based on that fingerprint, there should be certain constituents, like Jackie was saying, inside of there that identifies that lab as actual lavender. That way we know we're not getting any synthetics. And then it even has something like shelf stability studies that they'll take and they'll open up a bottle and they'll allow it to stay open for quite some time. And then they'll come back and determine is it still exactly as safe and as therapeutic as it was when it first got put into the bottle. Yep. So internal usage is kind of a hot topic, um, around the blogosphere today. So I just want to let you know that doTERRA follows the French school thought of aromatherapy. And you can kind of Google that and read more about it. Um, But this is kind of what we follow as well. It's based on doctrine that uses therapeutic grade essential oils and does not test it on animals. They work with humans and they find the best treatment options that, and it's very common Um, in the French aromatherapy world to recommend oils internally. So the next way that you can use essential oils is aromatically. Now, this is where you're breathing in and you're smelling essential oils. And these, this way of using oils has a very powerful effect on you, um, mostly emotionally, because it's, um, it, it goes right into our limbic system, which affects our emotions. And essential oils, like I said before, have a very light molecular weight so they're able to disperse into the air like through your um, 
diffuser. They can disperse them through the air, and through breathing them in, they can enter into your body and into your bloodstream. And like I said, we know that the sense of smell can influence our emotions, so this is a very common way to use essential oils for emotional support. And one of my favorite ones to use for emotional support is elevation. I have a great story of elevation I'll share on this podcast one day, but it just is very um, calming. It's, it's our joyful blend. It's very um, invigorating because of the citrus oils in it. So I love any oils that are citrus. You're going to love them if you diffuse them. And then lastly, we need to talk about some topical uses, right? So topical is uh, a way of being able to really just apply them directly to the area of concern, or you can just apply them to different types of points on the feet or all over the foot, if you will, in order to service the entire body. We can look at it to... We can look at it as a way to be able to like just know that it's going to go through the skin and it will service the rest of the body as well. So that's why when my son and my daughter were getting older, what I love to do in the fall uh, to help protect them uh, when they go out and play with friends and, and go out and play on the farm and stuff like that is I would use diluted, uh, you know, on guard on their back and know that they were going to get that good immune boost. Mm-hmm. And so um, you, you can use them however you want. The vast majority of folks like to apply them directly to those areas of concern or those areas of you know con- discomfort. But you can create salves and lotions and other topical preparations. Uh, doTERRA now has a really wonderful touch line, which has uh, essential oils that are diluted. Uh, it's a proprietary dilution, but y- yet nonetheless, you can know that you unscrew that cap and you can apply it wherever you want to and know that you're being safe with it as well. Yep. So now that we've talked about some of the basics of how essential oils work, me and Frank are going to talk with you about how we use them around our home and some of the ways that you can use them as well. Um, The top 10 oils is really what we're going to focus on. And so these are um, the oils that are used the most. Um, For example, lavender isn't just for sleep but where there's so many other uses to them. So that's why we're going to focus on the top 10 oils because they are the most flexible and can be used in the most way. Um, and, and also, we don't want your oils collecting dust on them because you don't know how to use them. So we do recommend that you do purchase like an oil book. Um, there's a great app now, Essential Life app amazing app you can get for five dollars best five dollars you'll ever spend you'll be able to look up anything that your family is dealing with and it'll tell you the essential oils to use and how to use it the protocol in order to help them so let's move on and talk about one of my favorite essential oils which is lavender now lavender is often considered a must-have oil to keep on hand at all times um, due to its uh, versatile usages. It's calming, it's relaxing, so it promotes uh, a really peaceful sleep. It helps to ease any feelings of tension as well. So I want to share with you guys some of my favorite ways to use lavender. First of all, my unique way that you've probably never heard of before is using lavender to detox your mattress. So I love doing this every week when we change our sheets, if we do that every week, if we can remember, but sprinkle about one cup of baking soda 
onto your mattress. First of all, put one cup into a little bowl and then add 10 drops of lavender essential oil into that bowl. Mix it up and then sprinkle that over your mattress as you're washing your sheets and allow the mixture just to sit on the mattress, you know, for about an hour. Then use your vacuum or your vacuum hose or whatever you have to clean it off. And this is just a great way of detoxing your mattress. Now, there's so many other ways that you can use lavender. And the most common one is using it for sleep. So put that oil into your diffuser. Put it in your kid's room. Put it in their diffuser as well because it is a great oil to just kind of get you in the mood, ready for sleep. And put it on about 30 minutes before you're going to put those little ones to bed. Um, What I love about this oil is that it is. it comes from Bulgaria. So it comes from where it grows the most beautiful, the elevations, the climate, all that really, really factors into the medicinal qualities of this essential oil. So those are my favorite ways to use it. Another really great way to use lavender is if you burn your finger on the stove, put a drop of lavender on your finger right away and it almost is like an instant pain relief. Yeah, it's the same way with peppermint, too. Peppermint, too. Yep. So I guess we should probably talk about all of the single oils, and then we can move on to the blends. Because fun part is, is that I don't really have unique ways, but I promise you that I'm going to come up with some really interesting ways to be able to use the blends as well. But the next oil we'll talk about will be lemon. So lemon essential oil is a very cleansing and purifying oil. It's invigorating. Um, it's also a very versatile oil, not to mention it's the top selling essential oil that doTERRA offers. So my unique way to use lemon is to take off your little kids' stickers that they like to stick on your wooden floor. Um, it If you ever peel up a sticker and then it leaves that sticky residue and you just can't get it off and you're fighting it with a spoon, don't even do that. Grab a drop of lavender, drop it right, I'm sorry, of lemon. Thank you, Frank, for staring at me like I had something (laughs) coming out of my nose. Um, Take a drop of lemon and drop it right on the sticky residue. Let it sit for like 30 seconds and then you can use your finger or you can use a wet washcloth and just wipe it right off. And I can add to that too, by the way, because we have used lemon to help get sticky bubble gum out of our kids' hair as well. And then we've also used it to remove adhesive backings from either, you know, a sticker that you want to get off of the back window of your car or even remove a label from a really fun jar that you really like, uh, you know, to be able to use it again for like what we use for drinking glasses. Uh-huh. So really great for that. Now, another way that you can use it is to get rid of stinky smells. So if your kids like to go out and play without socks on um, and their shoes smell horrible, I won't name which one of our kids has the most stinkiest feet ever, (laughs) but take lemon and add a drop into those shoes, you know, at night while they're not looking. You can even put some baking soda in there and make a little kind of like powder like you did for the mattress. With lavender, you can do the same thing. And it really is great at just kind of taking that spunk smell away. Yeah, All right. Nobody, nobody nobody has time for those funk smells, right? I don't. And then lastly, well, lastly from the big three that I love, we'll talk about peppermint. Peppermint. All right. So peppermint is a very high menthol oil. It is an oil that really is set apart because when it comes to quality, making it one of the best-selling favorites, it this doTERRA's peppermint is superb. Um, 
It's a very versatile oil as well. So you can use it for digestive support. You can use it for respiratory support. You can use it for, you know, getting rid of bugs around your farm or your garden. You can use it for feelings of tension. But one of my favorite ways to use it is really just to get rid of um, ticks. So I love uh, soak after you remove the tick, okay, so that we find this really, really important Um, because there's some misinformation going around where you use peppermint before you actually take the tick off. And so I don't want to encourage that. So what you want to do is safely remove the tick with a, um, what is it called? Tweezers. Tweezers, there you go. By pulling it straight up, you can actually Google how to remove a tick safely and then you're, you can put your peppermint oil onto the skin with a little bit of coconut oil just to kind of soothe that burning, almost fire sensation, you know, that you might feel. So that's one of my favorite ways to use um, peppermint. I also love just making a foot soak with it. So you can add some peppermint and some salt, about a cup of Himalayan salt to a bowl, mix it up really good, do about five drops of peppermint, and then get a basin of um, water and just really soak your feet. It's so, so um, relaxing. It's a great way, especially as we're entering these colder months, um, my feet get really cold. So it's a great way just to kind of warm your whole body up. And the three of those oils together, so lemon, lavender, and peppermint, have been used a lot for seasonal, uh, you know, support. Uh, I I absolutely love the three of them together. I use them either in the diffuser or I'll apply them, you know, say to my chest or something like that. And I love the three of those together. Helps keep my airways nice and clear and it helps keep my uh, feelings of just not wanting to experience the wonderfulness that's outside. It allows me to have that confidence to go out and feel just fine going to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is tea tree oil, melaleuca. And this is um, really known for its purifying and cleansing properties. Um, my unique way that I want to share to use this is a insect paste that we use all the time around our farm. So anytime your kids get a bee sting or bug bites or anything from our wonderful insects and pollinators, you can whip up this insect paste, which really takes no time at all. Um, it, as soon as you put this on, it provides a instant relief from any kind of burning sensation you have from getting stung or bitten by any kind of insects. So take some baking soda um, and then Take about two tablespoons of baking soda. It'll give you a little extra. And then add water, not quickly, but really slowly drip the water in and as you're stirring it with a fork until it develops a paste. Now, you don't want a runny paste. You want a really thick paste that you can almost like it's almost like a, um, a poultice that you can just put right on the skin. And so um, take about two tablespoons of baking soda two drops of your melaleuca tea tree and then the water until it make it a paste and then place that paste right on any kind of bug bites that you your kids or your family members might get from our um from your insects on your on your house in your house on your house wherever okay the next one and I swear Frank will come on here soon. I was in charge of doing the single oils, and he's going to talk about the blends. But the next one is oregano. Oregano is very popular 
uh, cooking spice. And so we don't really know of it as a medicinal herb or oil that we can use because it's just something that we put in our pasta sauce or, you know, it's something that we put in, you know, a recipe that we're making. But it's a very powerful cleansing agent because of its um, antioxidants that are in it. So this is an oil that you can use. um, And I just want to tell you guys, I started in doTERRA five years ago. I think it was like around this week, actually. So sometime this week that I joined doTERRA. I can't believe it's been five years. And I still have my original bottle of oregano oil. And that just goes to show you because I don't need this oil that much. It's one that you don't use every single day. Okay, it's not like one of those tonic oils that you want to use every day to keep you healthy. Now, it's an incredible immune supporter. It will um, really help you when you're feeling under the weather and not feeling so great. It really will help your body fight off any of those threats that it's coming in contact with. And so, you know, you pull oregano out when you're starting to feel something coming on. Okay, so my unique way to use this is for oil pulling. Now, oil pulling is an ancient Ayurvedic remedy that you swish, uh, swish oil, like coconut oil, sesame oil, even sunflower oil around in your mouth. And it really helps to remove any kind of um, plaque buildup. It helps with, you know, keeping your gums and your teeth healthy. And it's, it's great to do if you can do it every single morning after you brush your teeth. So you take about a teaspoon, you can start off with um, a couple teaspoons of, I I recommend people starting with like sesame oil or even um, olive oil will work. You can even use coconut oil, but if your coconut oil is solidified and you can't really fathom kind of chewing it up until it melts in your mouth, then use sesame oil. But you swish it around in your mouth and add a drop of oregano while you're doing this. And this is really great at just, it pulls out, and that's why it's called oil pulling. It pulls out the toxins in your mouth and you spit this mixture out after five to 15 minutes. And so it's a really great, you know, uh, ritual that you can do in the morning after you brush your teeth. I don't do it. Um, as I'm standing in front of the mirror, I do it while I'm taking a shower. I do it while I'm, you know, cooking breakfast or something where I don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> and just make sure that you spit it out into the trash can. You don't want to swallow it because it's removed all those toxins and you want to make sure that you spit it out. So that is my unique and fascinating way to use oregano essential oil. All right. So the last single oil that we're going to talk about is frankincense. Now, what I love about frankincense is that it is really the king daddy of all essential oils. It promotes sleep and rest, and it helps with feelings of anxiety. It's great for, you know, skin care. care. Um, It's great for helping you focus. It's great to do during meditation. It has such a wide versatile usage that you can use um, it for. But my favorite way to use it is not oil pulling, okay? But you can do it for oil pulling, but it's oil cleansing. So the oil cleansing method, you're going to have to Google all these and maybe Frank can drop some links into um, into our blog post that we'll do on this. But oil cleansing is where you wash your face with oil. Now, oil cleanses oil. 
Oil removes oil. So it's an excellent way of washing your face. And the oil cleansing method can be used with the addition of essential oils. And so if you have oily skin, then frankincense is a very great oil to add into your oil cleansing routine because it helps to... um, it helps to dry your skin, you know, so it really regulates your skin if you have oily skin. And it really kind of regulates that production of sebum, of the oil that you you could have. Now, also, you might have oily skin because you're using harsh cleansers. You know, the more you wash your face with cleansers, the more your body and your face freaks out and overproduces because you're stripping your body away of its natural oils that are supposed to be on your face. So add a drop of frankincense into your oil cleansing routine and um, wash your face with that. You can also dab any kind of oily area, like if you get oily across the T-zone, you can dab a little bit of frankincense onto that those areas, and it really does help regulate your oil production throughout the day so you're not, you know, shining (laughs) so bright. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with being shiny. There isn't, that. no. You're radiating, right? You're glowing. Yeah. All right, I have the distinctive pleasure of being able to talk about the next four. Uh, these are actually essential oil blends. These are not, uh, you know, specific single oils. There is usually anywhere between, say, four and upwards, I believe, of eight oils that comprise these next uh, sets of oils, or sets of blends, excuse me. These blends are specifically designed for one particular purpose in mind. So when Jackie told me that we wanted to talk about unique ways of being able to use these, I thought that it was kind of funny because I really only feel like you can <laughs> use Deep Blue one particular way, which well. which which is kind of true, but uh, let just hear me out and we're going to go ahead and talk about it. And we may as well go ahead and start with Deep Blue first. So Deep Blue is mainly going to be one of those ones that you like to use for any reason why you have a sore muscle or you've had a really long day or you need to rump something on the back of your neck or your calves, you want to use a nice massage for a, for a significant other of yours, something like that. Well, I really enjoy being able to use Deep Blue on my kids. And the reason why I like to use it on the kids is for this. You know, they grow at such a rapid rate. And so if they have been out, like my daughter plays soccer. My son is like the next like golly evil Knievel. And so I love to actually use deep blue um, right there on their legs. So what I'll do is I'll just rub a deep blue touch directly onto my hand. I'll rub my hands together and then I'll be happy to put that deep blue rub right along their legs. Um, that way they can use that while they go to sleep. I don't try to use it too much. You know, it is have it does have a cooling sensation to it, but I really like it for that method. The other way that I like to use it is, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, Jackie and I work quite often with a computer. Uh, and so I like to be able to rub it to my forearms. I'll actually take, I'll, I'll apply it directly on my forearms and rub it directly into my forearms because of all the typing and all the other activities that we do on a computer throughout the day. So we really like it for that. And then, of course, post hikes and everything like that that we love to do around here around the western North Carolina area, hiking is tremendously awesome. Matter of fact, we just went and we subbed at a mountain the other day, and I noticed that I needed some deep blue around my knees, you know, so we really love being able to use it for that. And we also found a, was it eight pound probably, 
chicken of the wood mushroom. Yeah, it was so, amazing. And actually, if you never tried chicken of the woods, it really is a chicken of the woods mushroom. When you fry it up, it literally looks and tastes just it was like delicious. Chicken. Very well named. <laughs> um, so let's move on to on guard. So on guard is our protective blend. The protective blend is really fantastic for being able to get that immune boost. So like I love the fact that it has wild orange, it has some lemon in it, it's got clove, and it's got cinnamon. So it's like when I think of on guard, like I I love the fall. And mm-hmm. fall, like just in me, we get along. I mean, I was born in the fall, and fall is easily my favorite time of the year. It's a time where people gather, fires get started, um, all these wonderful spice recipes happen, and that's what I want to talk about with on guard. A really great way to use on guard, uh, besides using it in a diffuser or even consider a topical use, like I talked about with my kids, is I love to mix it into different types of drinks. And whether it's a cool drink or a warm drink, those four oils alone give that nice warm and spicy feeling. And I don't have to end up actually having to reach to put anything else in it. So I just kind of like quickly looked on doTERRA.com and they actually have a really great pumpkin spice uh, recipe. This pumpkin spice recipe can be used for a latte. It can be used for a warm drink. I've made it as simple as adding some drops of On Guard to my hot cocoa if I want to have a hot chocolate. I love chocolate. adding it to the um, to the apples too. So you soak your apples in some lemon water, you know, to kind of keep them from turning brown. We'll add a drop of oregano in there as or, well. Uh, yeah, I'm no, sorry, not no, oregano. On Guard. On Guard. And, and oregano with apples would be amazing. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. we miss, we inadvertently misspoke. We meant On Guard. But needless to say is that it's like great that you can have that mid-afternoon snack even too. And it will help pep you up because that, that wild orange is fantastic for pepping you up. Uh, then we move on to the breathe blend, right? The respiratory blend. <clears throat> Excuse me. The thing about the respiratory blend is that's it. It's fantastic for that. I love to use breathe with my lemon, lavender, and peppermint. Okay. I also have a diffuser of breathe by my head because I apparently over the course of when it starts getting colder, <laughs> I like to snore and I don't realize this, but the breathe does help. Uh, it helps my wife sleep because I guess it helps quiet me down. So that's what I love breathe for. Those are sort of like my unique ways to you breathe. You can also use breathe by, um, you know, by putting inside of the palm of your hand, adding a little fractionated coconut oil to it, spreading it on your kiddos back and stuff like that, helping them breathe easy as well. The last essential oil blend that we'll talk about is digest Zen. Digest Zen is another one of those essential oil blends that has been completely created for the purpose of gastrointestinal support. Uh, I definitely used to, I definitely use it when I overeat. So therefore, um, we don't try to overeat during the holidays, but boy, I tell you what, Thanksgiving is probably my second, maybe even first favorite holiday because I enjoy all the sides uh, in Thanksgiving and we do make healthy sides, but the thing is, is that we sort of have a tendency to maybe overindulge. And so therefore, it's really great to be able to actually know that you can reach for something like Digesen to help with that bloating and that discomfort and maybe even indigestion. So it's really wonderful to be able to use that as well. Here is my pretty interesting take on how to use Digest Zen. I was using lemon, lavender, and peppermint. I was using my breathe and stuff like that. And I just felt like I needed something that was going to help break through, um, you know, that seasonal time uh, again. I had a good friend of mine say, well, why don't you use diluted digest zen over your sinuses? And I thought that he was a little bit crazy. And so I said, you know what? It kind of makes sense. Why? Because it has that tendency to sort of like... 
allow the mucus inside of your digestive system to keep flowing the way it should. So why couldn't it be similar for, you know, being able to help keep the mucus flowing in a normal way in my sinuses? So I used it. I applied it directly over my frontal sinuses, making sure that I didn't inadvertently get it into my eyes. And then I also used it because peppermint doesn't feel good in eyes. If you've ever done that, I would not recommend it. It's always been an accident of mine that I've always had to be careful with. I put it uh, directly underneath my nose. So I put it on my upper lip as well. And then I put it behind both of my ears. And I'll be honest with you, that was the remedy that I needed to help me really break through and allow all of those essential oils to actually do their job. So the nice synergy of all those oils uh, really, really helped out. So that's my interesting use for digest scent. Well, and that is the top 10 oils. And believe it or not, with these top 10 oils in a resource book or an app like the Essential Life app that we recommended, you can use these 10 oils over 600 different ways. But there is one mistake that we like to really make mention as um, we're wrapping this podcast up is that the number one mistake people make when buying essential oils is not understanding that not all essential oils are created equal. So I always wondered why I wasn't getting the results when I that I wanted when I used to purchase my essential oils from the grocery store. <laughs> not only that, the smell of them just made my head hurt because of all the added ingredients that were with them. They weren't 100% pure essential oils. Now, it's really sad, and we talked about this in our first podcast, that there is no you know, governing agency that overlooks our essential oils around the world and stamps them with an approval of being therapeutic or food grade or synthetic grade. So doTERRA has taken it about upon themselves to create their own internal standard, which is a step above therapeutic grade. And like Frank said, the essential oils from doTERRA come tested in 11 different ways. Um, Another really common question we hear is, you know, essential oils are expensive. So let me kind of break down how affordable essential oils can be. So the reason why I started in doTERRA as a business and what really made me believe in the essential oils and see the results was my son went through a bout of... um, days and nights and weeks where he just kept waking up in the middle of the night with ear discomfort and he was pulling on his ear and he's crying you know and I just felt so helpless that I couldn't do anything for him so what happens when this happens you know most moms have to pack their kids up in the middle of the night and go visit the ER and you know you have co-pays you have prescriptions and that's let's not even talk about the mental energy that it zaps away from you when you do this. It's hundreds of dollars. One drop of Melaleuca tea tree oil is eight cents. One drop brought relief to my son the first time I tried it on him. The first time I kind of rubbed it behind his ears, never in the ear, behind his ears, down his jawline, and with a little bit of lavender help calm him down, he was instantly relieved from his pain. 
that he had in his ear. So it really, really did an excellent job. And, you you know, with essential oils, you have to make sure that you use them consistently to help, you know, in different kind of cases like this. But, you know, as you can see, the price comparison is really just priceless, you know, because one drop of Melaleuca is only eight cents. So how do we get them, right? So if you... If you currently don't actually uh, have essential oils, we want to urge you to consider doTERRA. Um, we will put some links and things like that um, in our descriptions. But really, to be honest with you, we just want to ensure that you can also have these gifts of the earth as well. And so um, if you feel necessary that you have any other questions or things like that, you are welcome to email us. Uh, you can email us through our website. Uh, and we will be happy to email, or excuse me, we'll be happy to answer those emails and all those questions that you have. Mm-hmm. And so there's two ways to purchase essential oils, um, retail and wholesale. And so when you go to doTERRA.com and you look at the price of the oils, you got to remember that those are retail price. Um, wholesale price is 25% cheaper. And to become a wholesale member, it's very similar to Sam's or Costco, where you buy a membership fee, and it's $35 is the membership fee, except when you purchase a starter kit, that fee is completely waived and not included. So you pretty much get it for free. And when you do that, you become a member of doTERRA, wholesale member. You're able to get your essential oils at 25% off. You can also opt into our loyalty rewards program, which is our monthly subscription plan, but you customize it. It's not just like a subscription plan, you know, that you have and every month you get a box of something. It's a big surprise. This is a customized subscription that you get to customize to your protocols that you need for your family and for your body. You get also free shipping and you can opt in to even get in the free oil of the month when you are a wholesale member. So that is really how we encourage everybody to purchase doTERRA essential oils. So that's about it, guys. We just want to make sure that you know that we are available for you. So we would absolutely love if you would reach out to us. Uh, we want to help you get started, and we want to help you find a essential oil uh, that will work for you, help you find a starter kit that might work for you. Yep, and if you have a friend in doTERRA who actually shared this podcast with you, make sure you chat with them about how you can get started with your own starter kit. So thank you guys so much. We're so honored to share this, um, all the amazing ways that you can use the top 10 oils. And I hope that you guys are excited um, about using your oils in some different unique ways. Hey, everyone. So if you guys enjoyed that podcast, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Also, please give us a little bit of some rating love or some review love because we always love that as well to know that we're on target and that we're bringing you content that you absolutely uh, love and enjoy. So please share and let us know how we're doing. And by all means, stay tuned for the rest of October. We have some really amazing podcasts that are coming your way. Uh, it's going to be holiday themed and things like that. Uh, going to be some diffuser recipes and all that sort of jazz stuff that you definitely do not want to miss. So until next time, folks, this is Essential Oil Healthcare Radio, and we look forward to hearing as well as seeing you on our next podcast. 